Despite overall advancements in development and growth in national average income in many countries, certain groups and individuals remain consistently left behind. These people do not have access to the same opportunities or benefits that other groups enjoy. Sometimes this may be because they are poor, but sometimes it is not about poverty at all. Instead, what sets these individuals and groups apart is that they are members of excluded groups that have certain distinguishing characteristics. They could have disabilities, belong to an indigenous group, or to a religious, ethnic or sexual minority. Members of such groups are often branded by stigmas, stereotypes and superstitions. In other words, it is a person's identity that is at the root of exclusion. When we talk about social inclusion at the World Bank, we refer to the process of improving the terms for individuals and groups who are disadvantaged on the basis of their identity to take part in society. But did you know that inclusion is also central to the world of water? Not only that, but inclusion is incredibly important if we are to realise Sustainable Development Goals 6.1 and 6.2. These are the so-called Water SDGs, which call for universal access to water and sanitation services by 2030. Unfortunately, we are still far from attaining that goal because too many groups and individuals remain excluded from water services and resources, as well as from decision-making processes. There is strong evidence that points out that traditionally excluded groups have lower access to even basic water and sanitation services. Studies have shown that in many countries where ethnic divisions are rife, households of certain ethnic groups consistently report suffering from water insecurity at higher rates than other households in the same area. But the issue goes beyond this. Excluded groups often lack control over water resources, which limits their access to productive assets and economic opportunities. Conversely, their lack of access to assets limits their control over water resources. For instance, in many parts of the world, women are less likely to own land which bars them from receiving irrigation services or from participating in water user associations. It is often social norms and beliefs held against certain groups, say women, persons with disabilities or minority groups, that preclude them from participating in the public sphere. This typically implies that these groups are entirely left out of the conversation. They are often not involved in community consultations, or they are excluded from participating in the project process, meaning that their needs and concerns remain virtually invisible. For these multiple reasons, the challenge of ensuring water and sanitation for all is still immense. Maitri Da, the World Bank's global lead for social inclusion, explains what social inclusion means in the water context. What we say about social inclusion is that it is often about poverty, but not always about poverty. We define social inclusion as the process of improving the terms for individuals and groups who are disadvantaged on the basis of their identity to take part in society. So identity becomes very salient in the way in which we define exclusion or inclusion. And what we see about you know, advancing social inclusion is that it has to begin with asking the right questions. You've really got to know what's the problem you're trying to fix, what's the exclusion you're trying to fix. As far as water is concerned, it means that you ask yourself, 
who has poorer access to water assets, services, and to what we call spaces. The World Bank's new trust fund, the Global Water Security and Sanitation Partnership, or GWSP for short, has made inclusion one of the key tenets of its work. The GWSP aims to deepen social inclusion in water through knowledge generation and curation, country engagements, learning, and stronger partnerships. Maria Angelica Sotomayor, practice manager with global programs for the World Bank's Water Global Practice, explains what inclusion means to the GWSP. In relation to water, women often bear a disproportionate brunt at the domestic level, having to travel long distances to collect water or being the primary caregivers for family members affected by waterborne diseases. This not only impacts their health, but also leads to time poverty, meaning that women who carry and manage water for domestic purposes have less opportunities to engage in productive activities. For example, in Indonesia, the World Bank is supporting the National Rural Water Supply and Sanitation Project to ease the struggle that children with disabilities face in using school sanitation and public facilities. The project has supported around 200 villages to gain inclusive infrastructure that accommodates persons with disabilities. It has helped to make water and sanitation facilities accessible by constructing handrails, non-slippery floors and ramps. And it has actively sought to involve disabled community members in project design and implementation. By enabling more children to attend school, the project is ultimately improving these children's capacity to aspire to a better future. And it is helping to break down the social and economic barriers faced by disabled groups. The World Bank has found that water tends to mirror gender inequalities in other realms, such as ownership of resources, employment and wages. For instance, women are highly underrepresented in water utilities, particularly in technical positions. Even when present, their progression through the utility may be slow, with few women in leadership and decision-making positions. In Malawi, the World Bank's Lelongwe Water and Sanitation Project is aiming to close gaps in women's representation in water supply and sanitation utilities, including through increasing female participation in decision-making roles. The GWSP will continue to build knowledge on the intersectional nature of water inequalities. Global efforts must include an explicit focus on the needs of poor and excluded groups to avoid perpetuating inequalities and ensure a sustainable water future for all. Inclusion will continue to be central to the way the World Bank thinks about policy and programs because prosperity is best when shared. <laughs>